0: Murph is off, but it's a pleasure to introduce the Iowa nice guy, Scott Sipker. It's his first time hosting, so he's a little nervous.
2: Where do I, there's three, John, the so, three, which ones do I look at?
0: The one with the red light. Oh, hi,
2: I'm Scott Sipker.
0: Live from
3: WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
0: Welcome to Sound Off. A little rough start there, but we're getting the hang of it. It's your first time in okay. here. Scott Sipker, the Iowa Nice. Scott I'll try Friday. harder Keep now. Perfect. Deep breath. Oh, okay. Deep breath. We're now, good. you've been a fan of the show for a while, haven't you? Yeah,
2: heck, I've been watching the show since it like first came out. I called in once when I was maybe 14, and I said, I think they should lower the rims in women's basketball to nine feet so the women can duck. So I hope tonight my takes are a little bit better and more thought out than that.
0: Did Keith and Andy did they like that call? Were they a fan of it, or were they just kind of moved on.
2: Yeah, they were. They were very kind to me, and then they moved right along. So uh, it, it's nice of them that now they've given me a second chance here on Sound Off. We'll see how it goes.
0: We want to hear your takes. Two eight two ninety ten. 90 10 Lots of sports to talk about. Now, Scott is mainly known for his acting uh, on stage. Uh, you've seen him on the Internet as the Iowa Nice Guy. But he was a huge athlete in high school as well. Check out these pictures. You were part of the Carroll basketball team, correct? Oh,
2: yeah. Every game I played in my senior year, we didn't lose.
0: Now, these pictures, these are the action photos of you on the Carroll team. Now, yeah. I notice a theme. Uh, I'm not seeing you on actually on the court. No,
2: I was a beast on the bench. Okay. You, uh, you get
0: it. You get into it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, that's the only thing I could contribute. Adam Oleska was on my team. So that's why I got to win every game I played in. Cause we you're were all 20 when I came in, you're all but I the gave all I could notice how that Brian Lindy guy right next to me, he's <laughs> not uh, j- grabbing his Jersey. So yeah, I was very much into that and uh, folklore still. Goes with my four points I scored my senior
0: year. All right, now Scott insisted we do a sound-off survey on this. Which regional non-Iowa team has the most annoying fans?
2: Is it Nebraska football fans, Bison football fans, or Kansas basketball fans? I think this one's pretty easy, but uh, I look forward to explaining it thoroughly later.
0: You can vote at whotv.com or on the Sound Off Nation Facebook site. Scott will name his choice later in who's in your five. Murphy's Law takes a one-week break. Time for, I think, Ronda Rousey is the most dominant athlete on the planet, period. Last night in UFC 190, it was supposed to be the toughest fight of her career against Beche Correa. The fight lasted 34 seconds. Rousey is the Tiger Jordan Brady Gretzky of her sport. Hawkeye wrestling under the lights at Kinnick Stadium in November against Minnesota, Sign me up. Nothing is final, but it's likely in the works. Wrestlers are tough. They can handle the cold. And if wrestling is looking for a new jolt to the sport, this is it. Alex Rodriguez is without a doubt one of the comeback stories of the year in baseball. 280 average, 24 home runs. A-Rod is surprising everyone at 40 years old. Whether he's clean, that's another story. Hawkeye defensive end Drew Ott ate a raw egg, shell and all, at the Big Ten media days. Not many people can upstage Rocky. Ott did. Props to the Iowa Energy for making Nikki Gross an assistant coach. Women coaching in men's sports is becoming more common, and I'm all for it. If an organization thinks a woman is the best candidate for a job, even in a man's sport, she should be hired. The Vikings tweeted out this picture yesterday. Family Day at Vikings Camp. Not the best way to portray Family Day Vikings. Adrian Peterson served his suspension. He's back with the team, I get that. But he also beat his own child with a switch. That will never change. From bad pick to good pick, Zach Johnson is still living it up after winning the British Open. Zach here eating corn out of the Claret jug. Sweet win, sweet corn. Scott, what do you think?
2: Oh, I don't think I can like Zach Johnson any more than that, that's for sure. For my think, as we anxiously wait for football to start, I think you should give the English Premier League a try. The new season starts this Saturday. Just pick one of the 20 teams and see if an under-two-hour game with no commercial breaks is something you just might like after all. I hated soccer all my life, but then I forced myself to try it two years ago, and I'm glad I did. Since we now have the K-Zone, I think it's time to eliminate umpires from calling balls and strikes because... They suck at it. (laughs) It's not their fault. They're human. I'm all for human error affecting the outcomes of games, but only from players and coaches. I think that Iowa State must stop embarrassing this proud alum with the playing of Sweet Caroline after wins. It's a bad idea even when the Red Sox use it, so copying the playing of this song is like getting Tim Dwight's barbed wire tattoo on your scrawny arm. At least at my high school in Carroll, when we play Sweet Caroline, we can change the name to Sweet Carroll High. Still lame, Lame. I know, but it's more of a connection than for Iowa State. I call on the three power P's of ISU, Pollard, Paul, and Prome, to lead this change. Because after a big win, good times never seem so good till that damn song starts.
0: So I take it you're not a fan of the Sweet Caroline?
2: I'm not a fan of the song, and I'm definitely not a fan of it being used uh, after Iowa State wins games. It makes
0: no sense. Do we know when this thing started? When did this I have Sweet no Caroline idea. Start? It
2: started with a bad idea, and it has continued on and on from that. And we have to get this stopped. Listen to me, Jamie Pollard. I don't know when I'll be on this platform again. Please make this change now.
0: Iowa State fans, if you're out there and you know when this whole Sweet Caroline thing started, give us a call 282 9010. Phone lines are open now. If you have a question uh, for the Iowa Nice Guy, Scott Sipker, he's in all night. we got about 25 minutes left. Give him a call, talk about anything golf, football, you name it. And we, and we mentioned football. Uh, how excited are you for this football season coming up?
2: Well, I, are, you more, I'm, I'm are, are you ready for this? I'm not ready. Are you more
0: excited for football or the English Premier League? Please tell me. You're not uh, well, I'm Premier
2: most League. excited for my Buffalo Bills. Okay. You know, we got Matt Castle. He's pretty good at quarterback, right? Uh, so, he is? But, well, uh, no. He's your uh, starter? He's the best one we got. E.J. Manuel's not a strong quarterback. Sorry about that. That's how I get Buffalo Bills talking to this show. English Premier League, I am excited. Come on, you Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, Keith Murphy is an Arsenal fan, and that makes him just uh, ding a That's right. I brought the power words there, John. Uh, But no, this football season, I'm very much looking forward to Iowa State, uh, seeing if they can get off the schneid early. And Iowa, I think they're going to maybe surprise some people this year, and hopefully we can get both these coaches off the hot seat.
0: Now, I mentioned Ronda Rousey in my I think. uh, 34 seconds to knock out her opponent. Would you want to step in the octagon with her?
2: Absolutely not. I would rather step in the octagon, I think, with Floyd Mayweather. Because Floyd... All he's just, doing is punching. Yes, right. He would just knock me out and I'd be done. Ronda Rousey would break my arm, rip it off, I like she, and then hit me over the head with it.
0: I feel like she would put you in a position that would be the most uncomfortable thing you could ever imagine. Yeah, it would be terrible. Uh, it, some type just, of pretzel-like?
2: Uh, a pretzel would be terrible. Uh, pretzels are only good for being eaten, not for being in the human position. I've learned that.
0: How about some lookalikes? Local connection. Old Spice not in tonight, so Holly. Judges, Here we go. Grant from Polk City says ISU wrestling coach, Kevin Jackson looks like former heavyweight champ, Mike Tyson. Now only one of these guys has a gold medal. Holly, Scott, you like this one? Uh, Only one of
2: them has a gold medal and only one of them has a face tattoo. So I'd probably go no on this one. Okay, okay. Uh,
0: Number two, Tim and Ford Dodge thinks channel 13's Jerry Ann Ritter looks like presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Whoa. Uh, Careful here, Holly. Yes? Uh, give good, the good, on this good. One. Yes, I like Jerry
2: Ann a lot, uh, and and uh, Hillary is uh, very much older than Jerry Ann, so uh, good job on denying that one.
1: My plan to stop sounding like an old man lasted all of five days. Guys, I'll tell you why I fell off the wagon next and what's bugging Andy.
0: Like us on Facebook, we'll like it. On the topic of Iowa wanting to make millions of dollars of renovations to Kinnick, Randy writes, I don't think it has anything to do with Iowa State. I think it has more to do with building income down the line. Barta has issues, and I disagree with his coach choices, but as far as doing his job of running the University of Iowa, athletics, he does well. Uh, Calls coming up in just a bit. Justin Hang on the line wants to talk about Sweet Caroline. And also coming up at the end of the show, we have a special video uh, that we dug, we found on the yeah. internet. You may remember the deflator, uh, the Patriots, the deflate gate. We found a video a couple months ago about an exercise video. We have one coming up at the end of, sh- end of the show.
2: Yeah, and it explains why Tom Brady broke his cell phone. Most people think it's because he was trying to hide something, yeah. but uh, that's not the case. Uh, we-, we found this video. It's very enlightening.
0: That's coming up at the end of the show. Hang with us. But uh, last week, Andy went all grumpy old man on us. So, like any other week, it's... What's Let's in Andy. And Andy.
1: Guys, it was just last week that I mentioned catching myself sounding like a grumpy old man. An old man moment where I griped about today's youth being spoiled by air conditioning at the state softball tournament. Well, my hope was that coming clean like that would help me avoid future old man moments. You know, like I was the start of a new 12 step program. My name is Andy, and I'm starting to sound like a grumpy old man. Well, it worked for about five days, but then it happened again. I caught wind of the proposed renovations to the north end zone at Kinnick Stadium, and I just instinctively blurted out, what's wrong with the stands they've got? And there we go again. That's something that my grandfather would say. This time it's my mom's dad that guy believed that nothing should be replaced until it was absolutely threadbare. I'd show up in a new pair of shoes. What do you need new shoes for? What was wrong with your old shoes? And it didn't matter what your old shoes looked like, in his mind, they still had some life left in them. There, there, there's still plenty of rubber on those soles. You know, when I was your age, I didn't have any shoes at all. And there he went. Well. He was a child of the Depression, and there's nothing wrong with being frugal. But, in big-time college athletics, you simply have to spend the money it takes to keep up appearances and prevent your most important facilities from becoming functionally obsolete. Now, that's a term that grumpy old men would absolutely hate. They'd say, it still functions, how could it be obsolete? And the answer to that is not only difficult to explain, it probably only makes the old man even grumpier. The modern stadium is more than just a venue for college football. It's now a teammate in a pair of competitions. When the university hosts recruits, those kids are checking out that stadium. They're comparing it to those of the other schools they're visiting. And if your stadium doesn't look as nice, chances are it's gonna hurt your cause. That might sound childish and impulsive, but (laughs) we are talking about teenage boys, after all. The stadium is also one of the school's biggest allies in the battle against the ever-shortening American attention span. If the stadium isn't as comfortable and technologically advanced as possible, they ain't coming to it. If your video board isn't at least the size of a Walmart, you might as well call it quits. Kinnick might be named after a guy who played in the 1930s, but it has to be looking ahead to the 2030s. Yeah, there is some serious hypocrisy here. I mean, we'll buck up to replace a stadium that gets used eight times a year, but not for roads and bridges that we use every day. But it is what it is, an era of the functionally obsolete in sports, when grumpy old men are just having a field day out there. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy,
0: thanks. Up next, more of your phone calls. Justin, hang on the line. Give us a call, phone line's open, 282-9010. And who's in your five? It has to do with Nebraska. You can always follow us on Twitter, at soundoff13, touchdown celebration tweets, It will be very interesting to follow Michigan's quarterback performance under Harbaugh, who is arguably the number one current quarterback guru in football.
2: In response to the possibility of Iowa wrestling at Kinnick, MC Sampson writes, I'm not a Hawkeye fan, but that'd be cool, as long as it isn't minus 28 and snowing.
0: Word. Nate tweets, 8 a.m. tailgate, noon, head to Kinnick. Wrestling would get over around 3, then tailgate again till kickoff for the night game. That sounds like a day. Good day in Iowa City, that would be. Who's in your five? Here we go. Five worst things about Nebraska. Number five, Nebraska's boring topography.
2: It prevents Iowans from traveling to Colorado all the time. Boring. Number four,
0: Cornhusker fans.
2: They are so annoyingly disillusional in thinking they are a good program. Consider this, John. Yeah. Iowa has four top ten finishes since Nebraska last had
0: one. Four. Number three, Bo Pelini is no longer coach. That's the worst thing. Come on, this guy was comedy gold. I'm going to miss him. And he had a cat that he carried around. Number two, Omaha.
2: The fact that Nebraska has such a good city is like Cooter Ray Cornholder being blessed with perfect teeth. You know he's going to make them worse.
0: Omaha's a good city.
2: Number one, the
0: Go Big Red chain. Oh, this so
2: much annoys me. They think it's cool, but everyone else thinks it's... Everyone else thinks they are cheering the chewing gum they use (laughs) to cover up their chaw breath.
0: Go Big Red. That's a fact, too, John. All right. Uh, Now, earlier in the show, we talked about Sweet Caroline. You did. You hate the song. You hate that Iowa State fan singing. Even more. Justin in West Des Moines. Uh, You're an Iowa State fan. Do you know the origin of the Sweet Caroline? And are you a fan of it for after wins? Justin, you there. Uh, yep, can you hear me? There we go. All right, yeah, sorry about that. Are, yes, are you a fan of Sweet looked,
3: Caroline? Yes, and I graduated from Iowa State. I love Sweet Caroline. I'm a Cyclone fan through and through, but I think it's just time to put it to rest. It's it's so cliche, and I think we need something of ourselves. And when we look at other Big 12 schools like uh, KU, which I don't I don't like them at all, but they have yeah. the Rock Chop chant, which is awesome and sometimes brings the fear of God to other Big 12 schools. <laughs> so um, it has soul. It has power. And I think that's something that we need right now in a crucial moment in our athletics, Just uh, football wise
0: do, do you know when it started? Do you know when Sweet
3: Caroline started? Uh, on the webpage it said uh, made popular in recent years Iowa fans uh, sang Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond in between the third and fourth quarters. It really didn't uh, give a set date or a time. So okay. I'm guessing maybe early 90s. Okay. That'd be my personal
0: guess. All right, Justin. Thank, thanks for the call. No matter uh, what we're, we're, it is, it needs to go away. Justin, call back anytime. We're trying to get to the bottom of this "Sweet Caroline" thing because you are not a fan of this song. No,
2: I've gotten to the bottom of it, John, and it's terrible. It's an embarrassment. It, it's so small time. It makes me feel so lame. Uh, again, I come from a <laughs> and school. remember, you're an
0: Iowa State grad. I am. So and, Cyclone and, fans, he's an Iowa State. Grad and we saying sang
2: this. this in in Carol. We would just change the words to "Sweet Carol High." That's how lame this song is, everybody. It has to stop.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think Andy Fales is with you on this. He's done some stuff that he, he doesn't like is. it either. It's one of those things where I think it's probably time to move on and, and find something different. Because you're celebrating a victory, right? You're, you're celebrating a big win.
2: Yes, and you want it to be cool and exciting. And
0: Neil Diamond does not do that to me <laughs> for sporting events. All right, uh, up next, more calls plus Scott and I face off. Who's on the bigger hot seat? Kirk Ferentz? For Paul Rhodes, that's next. Sound off. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Big Ten Media Days were this week, and they told us everything that every other conference's Media Day told us. Nothing. Oh, and Ohio State is really, really good. That from Shane. In Marshalltown, it's time to bounce around some more topics like ping pong. We call it face off, not the news you want to hear for the 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio. The Associated Press reports high levels of human feces have been found in much of the open water where events will take place. Scott, would you swim in those waters?
2: Look, John, growing up in Carroll County in the 80s, I swam in some Crick water that was questionable. And now, I never get sick. You drank So, it? U.S. Olympic Committee, I might just be your man to survive and win gold in Rio.
0: Ugh, human feces in the water. The Zyhawk basketball game will be played on Thursday this year instead of Friday to accommodate national TV. I love the move. No more Friday night college basketball games. What about you?
2: Thursday makes it feel like it's a bigger national game, but we forget. That Thursday night, you'll get big-footed by the NFL. Looking at this locally, it's great because for the first time in a long time, high school basketball players yeah. will get to watch this game.
0: And and, the, and, their play, and their parents, too. They finally get to watch the game as I well. I just
2: accidentally looked at you. I wasn't supposed to do yeah, that. Yeah, Was I, I, no. No, that's, Am I Travolta or Cage? You just look at the I'm cage.
0: Reed. Come on. Uh, speaking of the Cyclones, USA Today pegs George Niang as the sixth best college player in the country this upcoming season. You're a Cyclone. What are you expecting out of Niang and ISU?
2: Hey, with the regular season so far away, this Cyclone alum is
0: expecting a national title. (laughs) Why not? It's too early to be conservative. Of course you are. Wilmer Flores of the Mets got really emotional this week during a game. Rumors started swirling during the game he had been traded. Flores had tears in his eyes and he played in the field. Scott, there's no crying in baseball, right? Hey, this
2: idea came from Tom Hanks' most underrated performance. And as an actor, I can assure you that everything you hear in the movies isn't necessarily true. (laughs) And as a Cubs fan, I can assure you there is crying in baseball.
0: That's lots of it if you are a Cubs fan. Finally, football season right around the corner. We all want it. Expectations are not high, though, for Iowa or Iowa State. So, Scott, whose seat is hotter, Kirk Ferentz or Paul Rhodes?
2: Iowa has a better team and easier schedule. And Ferentz has a bigger buyout, making Ferentz's seat lukewarm compared to Rhodes.
0: All right. Now we're not sure when or if you're going to be on the show before football season starts. So, uh, how about some predictions from you? We got about five weeks till football. Yeah, Iowa and Iowa State records for this season.
2: Oh, records? Well, I, I really Iowa State is going to come down to their offensive line. They will go as far as their offensive line can take them. Iowa, I, I really have no idea how to judge this team. I feel like we lost a lot of talent. But, uh, you know, Kirk Ferentz has had a history in the past, not recently, of, of making a team better than we expect. So I would guess. Eight, Iowa. Eight th- wins for Iowa or less? I'm going to say, I'm going to go, you know what, I'm going to be optimistic too. I'm going nine wins for them. And I think Iowa State, let's go with uh, five. Five wins. That's Five wins for Iowa State, eight optimistic. for Iowa That's good stuff.
0: All right, uh, we can take a couple calls before we get got to get out of here. Tim in Des Moines wants to talk about Ferentz Rhodes. Tim, real quick on Kirk Ferentz and Paul Rhodes, your thoughts.
3: Yeah, I just want to say I'm actually an Iowa State fan, but I, I would just think with the win-loss history, there's no way uh, Ferrance could be on a hotter seat than Rhodes. Love Rhodes, love his energetic style, but, man, yeah. the guy just hasn't produced.
0: Yeah, I, I think I agree with Tim on this one. Uh, th- two wins, or three wins and then two wins. I think Paul Rhodes' seat is pretty hot. He needs a big season. If Iowa
2: week. State played an easier schedule like Iowa's, they would have a much better shot, and Rhodes would be in a better position than he has been over the last couple of years. Having to play the round-robin style uh, is really, really tough for Iowa State.
0: You know how we end this show,
2: Scott, don't you? Of course with I know one how call. we end This is the one time I got to call in when I was 14.
0: Cheezer! What's
2: up, hey, man?
3: John how, John, how you doing? Good, how are you doing?
0: Hey, where's Keith at tonight? Uh, Keith, we don't we don't know where he is. He's somewhere in the Grand Canyon. He's on vacation somewhere. He's tweeting out pictures. But what's on your mind? The Royals?
3: Hey, Royals, uh, they'll blow an eight-game lead before the season's over. They'll blow it. They will. Hey, they'll
0: blow in the playoffs, my man. <laughs> hey, we are out of time. Murph is back next week. We hope you are, too. A couple months ago we discovered the deflator exercise system. Yep, and
2: now we've discovered a new video that explains why Tom Brady destroyed his cell phone, and it's not for the reasons you think.
0: Have a good night, enjoy.
2: My original deflator exercise
3: system has been a huge success. So here's my new Brady system that combines CrossFit with an HBO show. It's called Game of Phones. With Game of Phones, no phone is safe. Here's how it works. Pick up a cell phone, and with two hands, simply twist. Ooh, feel the burner! And Game of Phones has so many modifications, you'll never be bored. Tom Brady's favorite exercise is more football-themed. Just pick up your personal phone, and then spike it! Just like that! Feel the burner! If you want to be more mobile, then pick up a phone, Grab a sledgehammer and smack it. Feel the burner. And you can dial up the action by playing game of phones with your friends on your marks. Handset, go. Feel the burner. And just like Tom Brady, there's nothing phony about this system. Order now, because if you'll buy Tom Brady's innocence, you'll buy anything.